And welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And on tonight's show is the other guy on the show. The guy that fell in love wearing a nun's habit. Mo! Nun? I don't know what you're talking about. I was not dressed as a nun. Not, no, not whatsoever. I don't know when that happened. Well, if you go on over to the Green Nose Best channel and see you taste testing some Mountain Dew Punch, it seems that you were dressed as a nun. There was no nun there. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you insane? You did taste test the Mountain Dew, though, didn't you? I did taste the Mountain Dew, but I don't remember wearing a nun outfit. Okay. Well, um, all right. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. I think you're tripping on some good ass um, Anybody that sees a nun outfit is tripping. So what was what was it exactly? What Mountain Dew, what flavor? Mountain Dew Black, uh, which I've been getting comments all over the internet talking about. Uh, hey, that's not new. Listen, they re-released it. It's new. I've had some people say, I've never heard of that. So uh, stop spoiling it for the rest of us who haven't had it before. So would you like okay. to share your, uh, how do you like it? It was actually good. It got me hype. I was surprised by that. Okay. Then somebody told me on my comments that uh, all Mountain Dew is full of nicotine. I don't know how true that is, but that was nasty to know. I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either, but that sounds crazy. Right. Um. Well, Grit, uh, Gritty bought me one too. How was it? Um. I had to, I had to drink it in three sittings. It was that sweet. <laughs> it was too sweet. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. It was like I haven't had sugar in a while, and then I had that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't realize sugar could do that to me after like not having it for so long. Yeah, you were pretty wound up. I was. I was. I got an actual high, which I never been in my life uh, since I was like really, really young, high off of candy. Once I hit high school, it was over. I was like, "No one is telling me no, no more." Yeah, it's uh, it's called Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Pitch Black, yes. I knew there was another word in there. You just couldn't allow it to just be Mountain Dew Black. Well, I knew there was another word in there. <laughs> I you remember there were two. There was a it was a, a two word name. I don't know about that. That's what Mountain I remember. Dew Black sounds great. It does sound great. <laughs> but if somebody were going to look for it, they need to look for pitch black. Well, you know, fill in the blanks. I did find it on the internet by just putting in Mountain Dew Black. Yeah, come on now, see? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. I guess black, it's not that, that complicated. I I will say like the uh, I I like art, so like I will say like Mountain Dew has always done this. Great job with making the cans and bottles, like especially the cans, artistic, which uh-huh. is like annoying to me because I appreciate anybody that puts in any effort to for art. So when I see a 
Mountain Dew can. I'm like, damn, like you really, you, somebody actually sat down and thought about this design and everything. Like, goodness, I can't even hate on this. Um, but it was, it was actually good, sugary. I was actually all jittered up and everything, you know, hyped it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know what caught my eye is on the side of the can. It said, uh, "contained zero percent juice." <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, because Mountain Dew does have some orange juice in it. Okay, yeah, it's like seven yeah. percent or something like that. I didn't know that. I don't drink Mountain Dew. I'm a Sprite man, you know. I yeah. don't like to like kill my children. Right. Well, <laughs> when I was going to college, I loved Mountain Dew. Really. And uh, then you know you come to find out that it's got that brominated vegetable oil in it. And oh God! It's got yeah, it's really bad stuff. I couldn't stand my. What made me hate Mountain Dew is when I and it was the saddest moment ever is when I was hanging out with this girl and she brought her kid over and she's like, "You have any milk?" I'm like, "No." Like my kid is thirsty. I was like, "Oh, just give him some water or some juice." And the kid was like, "Mountain Dew," and she was like using the mountain. And do like milk and i was like oh this is horrible wow. and i looked it up later and apparently that's a whole thing people do to like to, for the kids if they don't have milk or something they'll fill them up full of mountain dew wow it's really bad it's, yeah. it's actually really sad well gritty gritty was showing me pictures of mountain dew or dew mouth oh i guess yeah. it's called dew mouth and people's- yeah Teeth are rotting because they drink, drink so, so much, much Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen those pictures too, and it's scary. Mm. I was a hit, one hit wonder. I tried it for like a few months. Oh, this is good, and then just experience crazy people. And I was like, I'll stick to my black man Pepsi, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're we're we are recording this on uh, Groundhog Day. Really? Yeah. What is Groundhog Day, really? What is Groundhog Day? Yeah, tell me what it is. You don't know what it is? I think I know what it is. I think I know people tell me what it is every few years, and it just never sticks. All right. So, so Groundhog Day is when they go somewhere in uh, Pennsylvania. To the official groundhog is something like Puxatani Phil or something like that. And they wait for this groundhog to come out of its hole. And they have some way of being able to tell if the groundhog sees its shadow or not. And if it sees its shadow, uh, it means we have six more weeks of winter, or if it doesn't see its shadow, it means we have six more weeks of winter. I, I don't just want to point it... out how dumb this is, and I just wanted you to say it, <laughs> even though I knew exactly what the hell it was. I just wanted you to say it. I want yeah. us both to hear how stupid it sounds. I don't know. I mean, I'm in my 50s. I, I'm a little sketchy of the details <laughs> at this point, and I didn't bother, I... and I didn't even bother to look them up before the show. Listen, out of all the things we we try to debunk with science and logic, we'll try it with religion, everything. Yeah, but we won't try to debunk this damn groundhog. Day. I know this with, is with, absolutely with the era, the era of dis and misinformation, and we're still we're still celebrating Groundhog, groundhog Freaking Day. day. 
<laughs> so apparently, whatever apparently it saw, one groundhog in the entire United States. Yeah, they could tell us if six, just one. There's no other groundhogs nowhere else in the country that can tell us the same thing. Uh-huh. We can't watch any other groundhogs. We can't watch the groundhogs in the zoo. I mean, is there zoo groundhog? I don't know. But apparently, there's one gro- um, ground. I can't even say no more. So the, the the groundhog predicted six more weeks of winter. I don't know. Maybe global warming could tell us that. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, this winter's been mostly rain. I mean, we're literally falling into the negatives tomorrow. We'll be like negative twelve tomorrow. But but I found this I found this other story uh, that I'd like to share with you Please about don't. the groundhog. I see the groundhog. All right. The uh, the title of the story is Puxitani Phil emerges from Burrow to let everyone know there are some documents marked classified down there. Uh oh. So Puxitani, Pennsylvania. Locals and Groundhog Day enthusiasts alike were caught off guard today as the uh, eponymous groundhog Puxitani Phil emerged from his burrow and declared to the crowd gathered at Gobbler's Knob that there was a cache of documents marked classified in his underground home. I know Whoa. you're all here waiting to find out if I saw my shadow and if there will be six more weeks of winter and all that stuff, Phil said. But I thought you might want to know that there's a big stack of files and folders down there stamped classified and top secret in red ink. Not sure where they came from. These are probably important, right? DOJ officials scrambled to retrieve the documents from Phil's borough as word began to spread among the assembled media that yet another hidden stash of Joe Biden's classified documents had been discovered. The White House quickly issued a statement on the incident. These documents do, in fact, belong to the president. Press Secretary... Karine Jean-Pierre said the documents were indeed temporarily stuffed in the burrow of one Poxitani Phil by an unknown person. The documents are, however, highly classified. Therefore, I am not at liberty to discuss the situation any further. At publishing time, Poxitani Phil was reportedly planning to give an exclusive interview to Tucker Carlson this evening about overhearing people mentioning the Ukraine deal in Hunter's laptop last fall as they were stuffing the documents into his burrow. But he was quickly subdued, muzzled, and forcibly escorted away by federal agents for waterboring at an undisclosed government location. Yo, what is the coincidence of all of this happening? This is crazy. I mean, whoa, 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 Pastor. Uh-huh. As you know, I'm staying at a friend's house, and I was actually myself while doing laundry, realized it was a crack between both the washer and dryer, and there was like a little space there. And I actually went in there tonight, just today. I was just like baffled. I was like, why did I never notice this? I know I'm blind, but why did I never notice this big gap here? 
And I found myself some classified notes. And no, no, passing. I was shocked. Well, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked too. Because what, what? I came down here to the cellar to set up for the show, and I just happened to catch between uh, a couple uh, stacks of boxes that we have classified documents too. Oh my goodness. I knew your father was working for the FBI. He just had that energy about him. It had to be, it had to be true. Yeah. It's, it's, I wonder who in this house or who, what this house is really for. This is crazy. I mean, do we want to share what's on these notes? I don't think people want to know what's on well, these what's notes. What's on yours? I don't know if I want to share what's on mine. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. First of all, first of all, 1942, apparently the government has found some some valuable metal in this region, central New York. And this metal is called Amir. And apparently Amir is such a rare space mineral that it fell down here centuries ago, thousands of years ago. And apparently it's so powerful it can run it, it can just power an entire city. However, apparently in central New York they had a war going on with this species called Ella. You know, okay. this alien species. They're saying that this alien species came down from this planet far from another galaxy with this this mineral apparently that was attached to their ship. Uh-huh. And they had a war happening right here in central New York. And so this this metal, metal is this metal apparently a mirror was is scattered all over. Apparently the government has a site where they collect it quietly, but no one knows where is that at. But me, I can't even share that. I don't want to give that classified information out. I don't want the FBI coming after me. But apparently this metal is so important. Not only can it power an entire, entire city, it can also neutralize any harmful bacteria in, a, in our environment. It, it's wild. And apparently crops grow fast because of it. Now they know it's a living creature. Mm-hmm. They know it's a living creature, but they don't know what type of creature it is. When 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 trying to apply heat to it, apparently it it could change shapes and actually will mash the flame that's a touching it. And on, on top of all of that, it actually has this ability to overgrow plants. It's 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 wild. I had to take a magnifier to it. Had to. It's, it's crazy. I don't know what this government is really doing, but uh, we need this material. I thought Amir mm-hmm. was my weed dealer in the nineties. <laughs> Who knows? You sure he you sure he wasn't working for the FBI? CIA, the Pentagon? <laughs> you sure you wasn't an experiment? <laughs> you wasn't smoking a mayor? So <laughs> so 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 is I mean what so can you find this this metal around Central New York. I mean, if you were to like uh, dig it up, or well, apparently, 
they believe that they have found as uh, uh, most of it. But at the time when they were having this war, the amount, the few aliens, there were about five that was defending their ship uh-huh. and this other valuable uh, material um, were strong enough to hold back the, the groups of soldiers that came and their weapons weren't strong enough to, you know, take them out. Mm-hmm. So they were able to use, um, apparently these aliens are weak against sound. So they used a bunch of cannons, shot it towards them, not at them because they, they couldn't do any damage to them, but the sound was so loud, uh-huh. it disrupted it disrupted their focus and their and, and their brain functions and everything, and it would often allow make them run away, giving the us humans enough time to collect as much as we can. Now uh-huh. we can only get we was from this report, we were only get able to obtain a certain amount. But they they say when it came back to the site, the, the aliens was gone. But Central New York seemed to have flourished new grass and plants mm-hmm. and everything else. The life here seemed to have uh, just flourished like it's never been before. So that's how we got America. I see. That's how we got America. Good. Now, now I'm starting. I'm starting to. I'm starting to remember hearing a little bit about this, and that uh, uh, Amir is is not only uh, a useful metal uh, that uh, does help things grow, but also can be uh, refined into fine food items. And uh, really, yeah, That's... that that Amir was first discovered. I'm sorry, people. I can't see that small print. So. Uh... In a food item uh, known to uh, us in America as Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Now my mouth is going to turn black. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad enough that my skin was dark. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I I think I think it's been uh, a pretty entertaining um, that every time you, you see every other day there just seems to be more documents belonging to Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, the fascinating part about it is Trump didn't have any, this many documents. I, I mean, we found it in one spot with him. For for Biden, we're like finding it everywhere. It's like. Is these all the spots he had a prostitute with him at? Like, you know, or, or his son Hunter Biden was just like, you know, was like stealing uh-huh. documents. This will make my daddy mad. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to like to scratch his hair, you know, his head and have documents fall out. Oh my goodness. I'm waiting for him to just like, you know, cough and a receipt comes out. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, hundred Negroes locked up. <laughs> so, um, I have a couple stories that we might get to. Okay, but uh, I, I, I wanted, uh, I wanted to talk about this book. What is that? This book right here. Uh oh. So this book right here is called S H. Asterisk, 
T.S. and giggles. Oh, no. The Ultimate Bathroom Joke Book by Katie Give me Adams. Five. I can only take five. So um, this book was given to me by my secret Santa, Rebecca, <laughs> at the hospital. Okay. And as we were looking through this joke book, we found out just exactly how bathroom it was. And I just want everybody to know that Rebecca did this. This is Rebecca. <laughs> this isn't me. This is Rebecca. So what I want to do is on the next few shows, just read a few of the jokes out of this joke book. Oh, it's a whole book. So you can give me how many jokes you can give per episode before we finish this book. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the ones that I edited. I well, I went through this section of the book. All right. Okay. This is called uh, Robot Pickup Lines, and uh, I don't know if you can see on there. No, it's washed out. But I xed the ones I thought were at least worth sharing. Like I'll, oh. I'll read you a couple that I I thought that weren't worth sharing. Okay. okay. So robot picket line, uh, pickup lines. I'd rather spend a night with you than rise up and destroy humanity. Oh. Uh, another one is, you have the most beautiful infrared laser eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, so these are the ones that I picked that I thought were kind of funny. Okay. Give me your best shot, Rebecca. All right. So let's get together sometime and drain each other's batteries. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. I'm virus free, baby. Wanna scan me and check? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Can I give you the D by which I mean a D battery? Let's Rebecca go. did this. This is Rebecca. Everybody clap for Rebecca. <laughs> hey, baby, I know you're full of electronics. Want to be full of a little more? <laughs> <laughs> is that an antenna on your head or you're just happy to see me? <laughs> and the last one. That I thought was worthy of sharing. Let's get together and bust each other's nuts. Fantastic. This is Rebecca. Rebecca, you're a great woman. <laughs> she better be married. She is married. Good man. <laughs> She's a she she is a wonderful co-worker. I couldn't ask for a better co-worker. And uh it this book has just turned into be so much fun because uh she was she was mortified to read some of the material in this book. <laughs> oh my god, Rebecca. All right. Um 
So I had two stories that I sent you. Okay. And uh, I think uh, I think I'm only going to do one. Let's do one. So we're skipping Oprah's 69th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So the the headline is eBay drops panty sale. Health and hygiene first. Lotto nearly had the last laugh on the panty police haters who accused her of repeatedly wearing one pair of animal print undies but eBay is deflating her auction dreams. There's a bunch of panties right there. A spokesman for eBay tells TMZ Hip Hop used and worn underwear is a direct violation of their used clothing policy, and that's why it's yanked from Lotto's link to auction off her underwear. The company says it uses multiple layers of AI technology in addition to its professionally trained eBay investigators to sniff out sales like Lotto's and ensure they're upholding its health and hygiene standards, which a pair of panties containing big energy do not. (laughs) Do I need to read more? I I don't think you need to. I just want to have a few questions. Why is everybody referring to, I have AI now. Have you noticed that everybody goes, I have AI. My AI does the research for me. Oh, you have AI? Everybody just magically has AI all of a sudden? This technology that wasn't even around a year and a half ago, all of a sudden everybody got AI money? Yo! Explain that to me. Explain the AI. We use AI to determine if your panties are clean or not. Well, apparently you're you're well, apparently you're not supposed to sell used clothing on eBay. <laughs> apparently. But uh I guess um where what does this say here? Let me let me just read this part. The Grammy nominated rapper saw her Worn cheetah prints nearly earn her a hundred thousand dollars before the eBay takedown. So people were buying this woman's worn panties, and I know people then, do that, but yes, is that something you would do? No, Why? I'm not lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a, a, a celebrity in my life that I'll be like, I just got to smell those. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. I got I get enough smelling people from seven feet away. I'm good. Uh-huh. And I'm good. The whole blindness thing doesn't help. My no sense of smell is way too strong for already. So do you have a, do you have like super hearing and super smell? Just, just the smell is probably the most annoying part. I don't know about the hearing. I can hear it really well. I don't know if super, uh-huh. but the smell, that's a problem. Okay. It's a problem. It got me in a lot of trouble as a kid. Why? Why is that? I mean, I would just like blurt it out. 
I was just blow, blurted out. Like, I'll tell you a story about when I was, when I was about 12 years old, I was in public school and I didn't know at the time, I knew what girls had this issue and it would happen. It's not an issue, but it was something that happened monthly. But my 12 year old brain who could smell things really, really well. And it's not like this girl was stinky. It was just that my sense of smell was too good. She was about five seats behind me. Uh-huh. And I just had this thing where I just kept making faces. And I'm just like, what is that smell? And the teacher kept going, Maurice, what are you smelling? You keep making that face. And I said, I smell blood and metal. And apparently I said it so much uh-huh. that the girl, there was a girl in my class. I'm like, no, seriously, it got me, it kept getting me annoyed. I was like, I smell blood and metal and I don't like it. Whoever is bleeding right now, go to the nurse. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's, really? <laughs> I had to have a whole counseling session about why that's <laughs> not good to say out loud. And I didn't know. All I knew was I was smelling blood and metal. And uh-huh. I knew that. And I was just knowing that. And I had to have a thing. And my foursome mother was called. But apparently it was a classmate. And I could smell. And from that day on, I realized I have this thing when I'm around my sisters or females. It's like there's a thing, a smell, odor. Even when you're a really clean person, it doesn't matter. I can smell that. Uh-huh. And it's really annoying. But I have to never say it out loud to people. Well, it sounds like the uh, counseling session was a success. <laughs> yeah, well, that's mean. That's really mean. That's really mean. But I have a friend. She could tell you when I had co-workers, I, and again, very clean women. But I used to, I, 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 I accidentally one time said, I was working at my computer and I was really close to this. She was at my Halloween party. She's my sister. She knows this. She she tells this story to people all the time. And uh-huh. I'm sitting there. I'm telling this story because she tells people this story. I'm sitting there and I'm going. And I say it out loud, not knowing somebody else. I was like, damn, somebody's on there, period. And I she goes, You know that. <laughs> and I go. It's you, and she starts dying. She's like, I am 10 feet away from you. How can you smell that? And I said, I don't know. It's been a thing since I've been a child. It's annoying, but I always have to be quiet. And she's like, that is weird. Can you turn it off? And I said, I have never been able to turn it off. Trust me, I have tried. (laughs) I can't. I can I can't wait until I uh, log into HBO Max, <laughs> and uh, there's going to be a character of a, of a black kid called Mighty Mo, and his superpower is going to be able to smell out women's time of the month. <laughs> Apparently, this is actually a normal thing people have. Anybody can do this. I researched it. People can do this. It's uh-huh. a normal things humans can do. But apparently, for some weird reason, 
And I know this to be true because I've had this conversation with my mothers, my aunts, and they had this conversation like, hey, just don't go around saying you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm only saying it because the women that's really close to me, they make fun of me for this all the freaking time. It got to the point where they'll go, do you know? Like every month she'll go, do you know what time it is? (laughs) Come on. I had no idea the show was going to go here. Cut <laughs> it all out. I don't even know why I told you that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's what we got. <laughs> Brianna, I, this is my friend, Brianna Marie. I love you since she was at Molly. I, have you been to, no, you, oh, you wasn't there. Love you. Love you. Love you. And I hate you so much <laughs> for telling people that story. <laughs> Yeah. I love well, you though. You know, we end the episode the same way every time with a prayer. Wow. <laughs> so let us pray. Yeah, Father God, we invite you in uh to our attempt at humor and uh we just pray for all those that listen to this episode today and hope that they uh uh, still feel that they have their self-respect. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, Lord, I ask that you bless everybody who is listening to the show, that, Lord, I ask that you continue to lift up Mo and Jasmine and her family and Mo's family, and that, Lord, that you consider other wants and desires, and I pray that that is the same as your will. So, God, we uh, send out a prayer of peace. We send out a prayer of kindness. We send out a prayer a prayer of compassion. Because in this crazy, violent, and sick, and dying world, that, Lord, we need all the compassion and kindness that we can get. So, Lord, we ask people to, uh, you, that you move people to do their best to be kind to one another. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, That was Mom. fun. That was fun. I actually really had fun with that. <laughs> good night. I like how she, good night. <laughs>